Hi, it's Connie from Prosperity Finance. Thank you for watching this episode. Since the government introduced uh, some tax rule um, around investment property in March, uh, we receive a lot of inquiries about whether investing in new built or existing property. So before that rule came out, uh, it is a norm that people normally invest in existing properties. Uh, but since uh, the new rule uh, introduced, uh, there are some benefits with the new built. However, there's no one size fits all approach. Um, it really depends on the situation and the goals. Um, so it's important for us to understand uh, the pros and cons uh, for both options under each um, aspect so that you can apply those uh, to your own situation and then work out what is the better option for you. So today um, I made a table for you, uh, which we're going to go through shortly. Now with that table, we compare a few things um, uh, so that you can see clearly uh, which is a better option for you right now. So without further ado, let's go into it. Okay, so here you can see um, on the left-hand side, we have about 10 items that we want to uh, compare. Um, and then on the second and third column, we have the new built and existing property. So let's start with the tax uh, deductibility rule, which is relates to cash flow. So with a new built, um, potentially you can deduct the interest costs um, from your rental income. Uh, the reason I say potential because the government still uh, yet to confirm uh, that aspect, uh, but looks like it is uh, likely the case, um, but it's still subject to confirmation. And we don't know how long you can offset the interest for because um, new built eventually will become existing property, right? Um, so that's um, the new built. Now with the existing property, um, if you purchase the property post 26 March this year, um, then from the 1st October, um, unfortunately, you can't uh, offset any um, interest costs uh, with your rental. But if you purchase before that date, then you have four years uh, phase out period. Now let's move on to the next part, which is the interest rates. Now you probably heard the ASB uh, back my built offer. Uh, that is designed for um, buying off-plan property and also building uh, property for unoccupied and investment purposes. Now the rates is 1.79 floating rates, which is a significant discount um, from any other rates. Uh, versus existing property, there's no uh, any further discount from the special rates. Now, as it today, um, the best rates is one year, about 2.19% from the main banks. But 1.79 for backman built is a really decent deal, but it can only use for the new built or construction loan. Now, the next item is the bright line rule. Now, um, the government has confirmed uh, with the new built, the bright line rule is only last for five years. After five years, if you sell it, uh, there's no capital gain tax versus existing property. If you purchase uh, post 26th of March, uh, then it's 10 years uh, rule. Now also the healthy home uh, compliance aspects. Now um, from July this year, you need to be compliant if you have a rental property. Um, you need to make assessment to see if your rental property uh, meet the uh, you know condition 
of healthy home. If not, you need to upgrade to become compliant uh, now or, or the next time you have a new tenant. So that involves time, money, and of course, stress. Uh, with a new build, because it's a new build, uh, you know, everything is, you know, take the, take the box. Uh, so you don't really need to do anything uh, for healthy home aspects if you buy a new build as investment purpose. Now, when it comes down to deposit requirements, um, now the bank only require 20%, uh, even it's investment property, but existing property require 40% deposit. So it's doubled uh, the requirements. Um, in terms of borrowing power uh, for new money, uh, ANZ at the moment uh, treat new built and existing property differently. Now, if you buy a new built, ANZ still take into account 75% of the rental income. But if the property that you buy is uh, existing property and purchase date is from the 27th of March, then they can only take into account 65% of the rental income. Therefore, there will be less income um, in terms of a servicing uh, calculation. Therefore, there will be less borrowing power as a result. Now, next item is the maintenance. We all know it's not easy to become landlord in New Zealand. Uh, with a new build, uh, there is a really minimal maintenance required. Uh, so there will be less ongoing cost uh, in that aspects and less stress. Uh, there's no worse than, you know, tenants uh, tell you, hey, I want this to be fixed and that to be fixed. Um, uh, I know how you feel because I'm landlord myself. So, yeah, definitely uh, not something um, I want to hear very often. Now, with existing property, yeah, it depends on the condition of the property. Uh, it may uh, involve uh, significant costs uh, to maintain that. Now, recently I had an example from a, a client. Um, he was told by the tenants that um, the property um, had a major issue and the tenants has to move out to uh, upgrade the property. So they not only spend more money to fix that issue, but also um, uh, loss in rents. Uh, not sure if they have the uh, insurance, but if not, yeah, that's significant costs involved. Okay, next item is the rental yield. Now with the new build, um, it generally gives you a better um, yield because uh, it's new property. So generally with the same, you know, when we compare Apple with Apple, same straight, uh, same number of bedrooms, you generally can get a higher rents uh, due to the condition. And also less maintenance costs, less tax, so less expenses, therefore better yield compared to existing property. Now, the next few items probably more in favor of existing property. Like I said, there's no um, you know, definite um, answer for new build or existing. It really depends on your situation and goals. So let's talk about these as well. Now, with the locations, um, with um, a lot of new builds, um, they are in the area which is far from the CBD. So there's a longer time for commute, um, probably not very convenient. Um, but with existing property that you can find them in the mature suburbs, which close to the CBD. Let's move on to the next item, which is adding value. Now, uh, when, you, uh, when your property um, build up uh, equity over time, uh, there are two ways uh, the property can grow value. Uh, one is organic growth. Uh, the other is manually adding value to it. Now, this item is about manually adding value. 
Now, with the new build, uh, there's little you, you need to do. Um, you can't do anything anyway. It's new. Um, so you can't really do much. Whereas existing property, um, you potentially can renovate. Uh, you can paint it. Uh, you can upgrade bathroom, kitchen, or landscaping, or maybe potentially uh, you can add another dwelling or even subdivide it. Okay, so, so there's a lot of potential with existing property. Now, next item is the purchase discounts. Uh, with the new build, it's very hard to negotiate the price. Uh, it's set by the developers. There's a little room you can negotiate. But with existing property, if the vendor is very desperate, you can have some bargains um, potentially. And we just talk about adding value. So here is the organic capital growth. So that means just the property just sitting there, um, you know, just grow over time. So with the new build, I believe because those benefit above potentially will push the price up in the short run because there's more demand. Um, Whereas existing property, I think, because large, normally um, the property has a, a larger land. Now, the new build normally like, you know, quite small land, a uh, couple hundred, uh, um, couple hundred square meters uh, for a new new build. Whereas existing property that at least you know more than that. So over the long run, you know, you keep the land, larger land, which is appreciated over time. Uh, so you have more capital growth in the long run. And potentially you buy wholesale price because with that piece of land, potentially you can subdivide it into multiple uh, sections. So you're probably buying at wholesale price versus new build is more a uh, retail price. You can't do really, you can't do much with the land. So you're buying at retail price. So in the long run, I believe the existing property is, um, you know, holds value more uh, and is more stable. Now, lastly, is to do with the off-plan property. Now, it's part of the new build. Now, new build can be off-plan or just construction um, type. But with off-plan, uh, just be careful because you may have to wait a very long time, you know, a couple of years or even longer. Um, and um, potentially the market will change, the lending policy will change, and your financial, uh, sorry, your, uh, fin your finance approval outcome can change as well. You know, not to mention about one year, just six months, within six months, look at how many policy has changed, um, both from the government side and also from the bank side. There's just so many changes. So if you have to wait a couple of years, who knows what's going to happen? And your own situation can change as well. So you have to um, make an unconditional offer at the time of purchase if you buy off plan, but at the time of settlements, there's just a lot of uncertainty and your approval may not be valid. You may not be able to get a finance. So definitely more uncertainty with new builds if it's off plan. So back to me. Um, so you can see there's probably 60% in favor of new build and the other 40% towards existing property. There's no, um, you know, black and white, which is better, which is not. Again, it comes down to your own situation. Um, but overall, um, as we discussed, probably new build is um, fit better for people who uh, need uh, better cash flow, uh, do not have a lot of buffer for cash flow, and less experience with investment property, less capacity with adding value, etc. 
whereas um, buying existing properties better fit with people who has a deep pocket, um, good equity, you know, uh, strong cash flow, and know what they're doing, know what to do to add value to the property. Now, either way, it's, you know, um, it's, it's good, uh, depends on your situation. Um, if you want to buy a new build, just be in mind that if you want to buy multiple property, not just one more, but multiple more, then um, also consider buying invest in existing property at some point in the future. Because if you want to build that equity rather than saving for you know, another 20% of deposit, you probably need to have, um, you need to buy existing property so that it has, uh, you know, quicker to build up that equity and enough to buy the next one. But you can have the new build now uh, and take advantage of that, uh, but eventually have existing property um, that will help you to grow your property portfolio in the long run. So I hope these tips help you make a better decision. Uh, of course, uh, if you want to discuss uh, with us, uh, we are more than happy to give you uh, our opinion on that as well. Um, yeah, so hope, hope you find this video useful and please don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel because every week we have really good content to share with you. Don't miss out. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.